Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. First of all, I want to give a big shout out to my friends in Australia and the United Kingdom. We had a few people write in reviews on Apple Podcasts from both of those places, and those go a really long way to other people finding the podcast. Especially in the UK where I have one random, I think, fake review. Any other reviews that we can use to kind of counteract that would go a really long way. Next up, uh, if you want to see who I am and some of the other projects I get up to, well, I actually have a YouTube channel. Now, this YouTube channel is completely unrelated to anything to do with bedtime stories. It's actually just a YouTube channel of me driving around on my tractor. So if you like tractors or just want to see who I am, you can check it out at Big Guy Little Tractor. Right now, I'm about 40 subscribers away from YouTube paying me to do work around my house, which was my ultimate goal with that channel. So if you feel like checking it out or you like tractors or whatever, just uh, head on over there. But enough about all of that. Tonight, we are going to do a story that was brought to us from a user suggestion. This one comes from Wendy O. I don't know who Wendy O is or where they wrote in from, but they suggested an episode about magic monkeys or magic monkey planets. That's what we're going to do today. If you haven't listened to the stories before, or maybe you're somewhat new to them, This episode brings us back to a plotline where the main character, you, has uh, developed some magic powers. That's, I think, pretty much everything you really need to know to enjoy the story. So just get as comfy as you can in your bed, close your eyes, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine yourself sleeping comfortably in your bed when you hear a strange voice. Hey kid, wake up! Kid, wake up. You open your eyes and standing beside your bed is a bright blue glowing figure of some kind. He looks kind of familiar. Oh yeah, it's Gil, the uh, head wizard from the Wizards of Earth Academy thingy that you were a part of for a little while. Huh? What's going on, Gil? What are you doing here? Well... That's just the thing. You see, there's some strange stuff going on on Earth here. Strange magic stuff, that is. I need you and everyone else who has magic powers to come fight it off. Okay, um, what is it anyways? Well, it seems like there's a whole bunch of... I guess the best way to describe them is magic monkeys. They've come through some sort of portal here on Earth, and they seem to be setting up camp and taking over. We need to stop them. Uh, Alright, um, should I get Spaceship and bring him with me? Nah, this is a problem for the Wizards Guild. You leave Spaceship here. Plus, I have no idea how monkey magic is going to mess with the spaceship itself. Alright, well, spaceship, you stay here, uh, but be ready to come if I need you, okay? Understood. Have a great trip, spaceship says. Uh, you too. Hey, do you know where I left my magic staff, by the way, spaceship? Yes, it is leaning against your wall. You look around your room, and sure enough, 
buried under a whole bunch of dirty clothes that you've piled on top of it, is your magic staff, made from wood from a very special tree. And if you don't recall from the past, you don't necessarily need your magic staff to do magic, but it does help channel it. You walk over to your wall, pull the clothes that are hanging off of your magic staff off, dropping them on the floor, and you hold it up in the air. All right, says Gil. I'll see you there. Uh, Okay, just let me know where to go. All right, that. Uh, here, take this, kid. Suddenly, uh, out of thin air, a little map appears in front of you. You grab it out of the air, and you see two dots blinking on it. One dot says, You are here. And the other dot says, Go to here. Alright, well that's pretty self-explanatory, you figure. You stretch your body a little bit, and then you walk outside where there's lots of room around you. You remember that to channel your magic, you first have to allow your mind to rest. You have to go to a place where your thoughts are happy, or relaxed, or at the very least neutral. You close your eyes and you take a few deep breaths. With each deep breath, you relax your muscles a little more, and you focus inward. You remember a time in your life where everything was very relaxing, where you felt happy and like there were no burdens at all. And as you bring that memory to life, you remember what it felt like and you let the feeling pass through your entire body. As it does, you feel a surge of energy. Next, you begin to imagine floating, floating up in the air, as weightless as can be. And slowly you begin to lift up off the ground. You point your staff forward and open your eyes and with a jolt of power, you shoot yourself up into the air, willing yourself forward. Soon you fly up through the clouds, doing a little spin as you pass through them. Once you're high above the earth, you begin to glide, to just float gently up in the air. You can feel the wind against your face and the sun against your skin as you fly high above the earth. You pull out the map that Gil gave you and look at it. You can see that your dot is moving closer to the other dot. The other dot seems to be in the center of a large field somewhere nearby. As you approach it, you dive back down through the clouds and look at the landscape in front of you. You see something very, very strange. There seems to be some sort of gigantic, swirling portal in the distance. And out of the portal, there's a whole bunch of monkeys. Monkeys wearing human clothes. But not exactly like the clothes you wear now. Older looking clothes. Clothes that make them look like they're all wizards or witches or something like that. 
around the portal, you can see that the monkey people are setting up camp. They're making little houses out of earth magic. They've diverted a nearby lake to create a stream that runs through their little camp. They seem to be building a new civilization or something like that. Suddenly, Gil's head, again a bright blue color, appears right beside you. Alright kid, are you ready? We're all here. On three, we're gonna attack. Uh, okay, have you tried talking to these people first, you ask? What do you mean talking? They're clearly here for nefarious purposes. Let's get going, Gil says. Three, two, one, attack! Gil yells. Suddenly you see a whole bunch of other wizards descend from the sky, shooting lightning bolts and plumes of fire out of their staves. The monkey people react quickly. All of them seem to gather together, focus their energy, and they create some sort of large energy barrier around them. They seem to be channeling their energy together. You watch as more and more monkeys walk towards the group in the center of the village. Each one places their hand on the shoulder of another monkey, closes their eyes, and begins to glow. Out of the center monkey, there's a huge beam of energy shooting up into the sky, powering the dome that's stopping all of the blasts from the other wizards. You land in front of the dome. You watch as all of the other earth wizards are shooting it with lightning and fire, trying to break it through. You knock on the barrier. It gives you a little zap and doesn't feel very good. But as you watch inside the barrier, you see that the monkeys aren't attacking back. They seem to have magic powers and they even seem to have weapons, but none of them are raising a hand to try to attack the wizards of earth. Huh, what could be going on here? You place your hand on the barrier again. You feel a strange tingling sensation, but you try to focus your energy on the barrier. You feel the way it's vibrating. You feel the energy coming off of it. And slowly, you try to make yourself one with that energy. You allow your body to vibrate in the same way at the same frequency. And as you do, you're able to push your hand through the barrier. Then your shoulder, your arms, your legs, and your body until you find yourself inside with all of the monkeys. Good job, kid, you hear Gil yell. Now take out that monkey in the center. You run up towards the monkeys in the center. You lift your staff up in the air as if you're about to attack. But then you place it on the ground again, and instead, you decide to ask a question. Uh, what are you guys doing here anyways? Huh? You? How did you get in here? One of the monkeys says. I'm one of the wizards from Earth, but uh, I can't help but noticing you're not attacking back. Why are you here? You ask. Well, that's a great question, 
the leader of the monkeys says. You see, our planet was being taken over by something evil. We named it Nature's Fury. It's an entity from within our planet that seems to be able to destroy all things and to control all things. It began to destroy all of our villages and then it began to hunt the monkeys down. So we decided to escape somewhere else. This was the closest reality we could find. We didn't know there would be people here though and we don't want to hurt anybody. All right, well, give me a second, you say. You focus your power again and fly up into the air. You zoom straight through the portal in front of all of the other wizards, and you begin to yell, Stop! Stop! You say, but none of them seem to hear you or see you even. They just keep shooting lightning and fire down at the dome bombarding it with everything they have. You close your eyes and you focus on your voice being amplified, shooting through the sky in every direction at the loudest volume you can possibly imagine. You hold your staff up to your mouth and you yell in it like a microphone. Stop, you say. The sound reverberates through the air, through the wizards, loud enough that it seems to even hurt some of their ears. But it works. All of them stop. Then they fly towards you, with Gil at the center. What's going on, kid? I talked to the monkeys. They're not here to hurt anybody. Their world's being invaded by some sort of creature called Nature's Fury. They just came here to escape. Hmm, well... Hey, they don't seem to be attacking back, so you might be on to something here. Uh, I guess it sometimes is better to ask questions first. Alright, let's go see if we can help them, Gil says. You and all of the other wizards slowly allow yourselves to descend to the ground. You land with Gil and you standing in the center of the group. You and Gil walk forward and Gil takes his staff and knocks three times on the barrier. The monkeys inside seem to see it happen. They focus their energy again and they allow the barrier to drop. You and Gil walk up to the monkeys. So, my friend here tells me that your planet's being invaded and you just came here to escape, is that right? Yes. That is correct, the monkey leader says. Well, maybe we can help you out, Gil suggests. Uh, why don't my friend and I head through the portal and we'll see if we can stop this nature's fury thing from going any further. Uh, that would be quite welcome, though... I have to say, even a planet full of magic monkeys couldn't stop this thing. How do you believe you will do so? Well, my friend here has a way of solving problems nobody else can solve. It's kind of annoying sometimes, even, Gil says back. And worst thing that could happen is we decide we can't help you and we'll figure out how to help you in another way. 
Now, is there anyone who can uh, come with us and show us around the place? I will do it, says a female monkey who steps forward. Yes, this is one of our most powerful warriors, Wendy. Oh, really? Well, nice to meet you, Wendy. Lead the way. Wendy jumps up in the air, floating in the sky, waves to you and immediately flies through the portal. You and Gil decide to follow. You jump up in the air, floating very easily without any effort at all, and you will yourself forward straight through the portal as well. Just like your portal that Spaceship creates, you find yourself flying through the center of a strange wormhole. Only this one's primarily purple and black on the outside with weird swirling colors. You fly left and right before coming through an opening at the other end. As you do, an amazing world is revealed in front of you. This world has floating islands in the sky rivers that fly from place to place. It seems like an incredibly peaceful world, full of magic and wonder. There's strange birds flying in the sky that look like phoenixes or something similar. And there's just a sense of tranquility. This was our last place of sanctuary on this planet, Wendio explains. We were just moments from the creature coming here when we escaped to your Earth. Follow me. Wendy flies up in the air and you and Gil fly after her. You pass by many different floating islands. Each one seems to have a series of homes on it. Little farms, little ponds. It all looks, well, really wonderful. And then you see it, a gigantic creature with long arms that look almost like tentacles or something like that. The creature seems to have a strange red glowing core. Everywhere it walks, it sends vines shooting out of the ground, breaking down the houses and building nature back up. Now. So you got yourself a nature spirit gone wild, eh? We've had a few of these things on Earth before. Gil says, looking at the creature. Um, a nature spirit? What is that? Well, sometimes, uh, well, you know how people are. We accidentally disturb something that's supposed to be natural and undisturbed. Well, the spirit of that thing sometimes takes a physical form to get revenge. I believe that's what's happening here. This spirit seems to be trying to destroy this place or to return it to its natural form, Gil explains. Well, how do we fight it? How do we stop it from destroying our planet? Well, the only way to do that is to restore balance. If we can somehow get close enough to communicate with its core, we should be able to calm it down, convince it that we're not against it. The problem is getting close enough. 
Gil explains. Ah, I have an idea. I will distract it, and you two try to go to the core, Wendy explains. Well, okay, Gil says. It's as good a plan as anyone I can think of. But you know what? I think we'll both work to distract it. And this kid here can go to the core. He's pretty good at communicating with crystals and things. All right, good plan, Wendy says. Wendy and Gil fly up in the air and begin circling the creature. Gil shoots his staff high up in the air, summoning lightning from all of the clouds around. The sky becomes gray, and lightning begins to shoot down from the sky in powerful bolts, hitting the creature here and there. But the creature fights back, shooting long tentacles and vines towards Gil. Gil uses his staff, almost like a lightsaber, to cut through the different arms. But no matter what he does, they just keep growing back. Wendy does something very similar, using a special form of monkey magic. She summons fire from below and begins shooting huge fireballs towards the creature. But again, the creature begins to fight back, shooting long tentacles and vines trying to wrap up Wendy inside them. Wendy fights back, kicking and punching the vines with her hands and feet covered in flames. You decide this is probably your opening, and then you remember something. You remember how to become invisible. You close your eyes and you imagine yourself disappearing. And slowly and surely, your hands begin to fade until you can no longer see them. You fly forward very cautiously towards the nature's fury creature. As Gil and Wendy fight it off from above, you gently fly towards it, your mind and intentions full of joy and happiness and relaxation. As you get closer, you can sense the creature's core. It feels angry. It feels mad. With Gil and Wendy distracting it, you pass right through the creature into the center where the core resides. You fly over to the core and you place your hands on it. Once again, you feel strange vibrations, vibrations that almost make you feel sick. But you focus inwards. Once again, you remember those times where you were happy. You remember a time where you were sitting in nature, as relaxed as could be just watching the birds and the leaves. You allow the feeling of peace and unity with nature to pass through your entire body. And as it passes through, you focus it into your fingertips and you begin to focus it into the crystal in the center of the creature. A blue color begins to take over the red starting where your hands are and then making its way across the entire core until the core begins to shine blue instead of red 
the creature drops all of its vines, all of its tentacles. You fly back outside and look down at the creature. Thank you, the creature says, as it slowly begins to dissolve and merge down with the earth below it once again. All around you, the vines that have flown everywhere get retracted back into the earth. While some of the buildings are still crushed, the vines are now gone. The clouds part and the sun begins to shine down on the monkey planet once again. Thank you, Wendy says. You have saved our planet. We must go tell the others. Quickly, follow me. You, Wendy, and Gil fly back through the portal. Wendy uh, quickly informs the others that it's now safe to go home. And bit by bit, the monkeys use their magic to destroy their houses, to put nature back to how it was before they got here. And then they jump through the portal. Wendy's the last to pass through the portal, and before going, she waves goodbye. You wave back and she disappears into the portal. Soon the portal closes behind her in a flash of light, leaving a nice, tranquil forest behind. Well, kid, great job. Now it's time for me and these guys to get going. All right, Gil. Well, nice to see you again. Gil and all of the other wizards fly up in the air, far away from this place. But you're feeling kind of tired, actually. You look across the field and see a huge tree. A tree that looks like a very comfortable place to sit down and rest for a little while. You fly over to the tree, land beside it, and lean up against the trunk. You look up above you as the leaves wave in the wind and the clouds pass overhead. And you decide to just close your eyes for a little bit. You focus inward. You allow your muscles to relax. And you allow your mind to drift off to dreams of new adventures and new things to come. Good night, everyone. <laughs>